Hi, it's Pepper, and you're listening to That Lonely Astronaut. Over the years, moving to different places, different countries kind of shaped the way I speak. It's not, it's not like my accent is, um, you know, unique or anything. I feel like the people that I'm surrounded with, we kind of share the same way of speaking and pronouncing words. But, you know, I'm a bit of a show-off sometimes. I remember this one time. My sister and I, we were at a bakery. We were choosing which bread to buy and I was hoping to get like a donut along with the bread. I looked around and in the bakery, along with my sister and I, there were about eight or nine other strangers, other people there. And I thought, you know, I'm never going to see these people again. I, I don't even know their names. I don't know where they live. These are, these are strangers, right? They don't know me. I don't know them. What's the harm in trying a new accent? So there I was, checking out the bread loaves, and I was, I was trying a British accent. Emphasis on trying. I said something in the lines of, um, should we take the garlic bread, or maybe the milk bread? I was hoping to buy some donuts for us after lunch. Obviously my accent, I mean like my fake uh, British accent was terrible, but at that time I thought it was brilliant. But what happened next was something that I find embarrassing till this date. My sister, she was probably, I think, 9 or 10 years old at that time. And she innocently responded, Why are you talking like that? That one sentence, Why are you talking like that? I was shook. I could feel people staring at me. I, I felt like all of a sudden, you know, the bakery was like really, really quiet. I could hear people breathing. It, it was this weird, dramatic scene. I felt like, you know, the earth was, I needed the earth to like gobble me up or something. I could, I could feel people looking at me. I could feel people judging me. And I find that situation really, really embarrassing. But one thing was, I wasn't wrong. These people were complete strangers and I, I don't think I ever met them again. So, even if I did, hopefully they would never remember this awkward situation. This was just a tiny little story about faking accents. And I don't think I ever had the guts to fake my accent in public or anywhere else after this situation. But um, it's something that my sister keeps reminding me often, once in a while. On the other hand, my sister is pretty good at faking accents. She can do the Indian accent, American, British, Australian, a bunch of other accents that I've, uh, I don't really know what it's called. But she can also do pretty good imitations of cartoon characters. I think that's a skill that not everyone is good at. And by not everyone, I'm including myself on that list because I'm not really good at imitating people. Speaking of imitation, have you ever been in a workplace or in um, a specific class in school and like there's always a class clown, right? I feel like in every grade, like from the beginning, like from primary one until like the 12th grade that I'm in right now, there's always that one class clown who can imitate teachers or like can imitate people like so well. And then when you're at home, when you're alone, and you're trying to imitate people and you realize, wow, this is really, really hard. This is so tough. And I've always wondered, you know, how are people so naturally good at acting and naturally good at 
imitating people. I think the first um, reason I can ever come to think of is that they're good at observing people. They're good at observing their body language, the, the way they, um, you know, hold their shoulders back or the way their eyes move around. It's, it's, it has something to do with their observation skills. It sounds really weird because whenever I like talk about class clowns or someone who's like really, really funny, I just imagine that, you know, they have their head in the clouds, they don't pay attention that much. But these people actually tend to look at the details that a lot of us miss or a lot of us just don't catch in the first few seconds. They notice the, the voice modulation, the way people breathe and speak. It's almost creepy. But I feel like this is kind of an appreciation post for like people who can imitate others because they are, you know, with great observation skills, they are incredibly capable of so many things. I'm keeping like certain classmates in my mind and like certain people from, um, I don't know, like um, dance teams and just, just people in general that I like, spent time with. There are some people who are like exceptionally good at like observing and like understanding and like reading people's minds, you know? And when it comes to reading people's minds, it's one of the most scariest things according to me. I, if, if people had like a choice, you know, whether you'd have a superpower to read someone's mind or to fly, I would never want to know what's in someone else's mind because it's just so scary. But at the same time, you know, these like psychology hacks that we see in YouTube or in TikToks, just basically online, they have like these psychology hacks like, oh, if someone's holding their hands close together uh, when they're drinking coffee, they're an introvert or they're very nervous. I find them very cliche and hard to believe. But there are a few things that I've, um, few tricks or a few um, points that I keep in mind. And again, they're all based on observation skills. But they've helped me a long way. Like, I'm not a professional. It's not like I've studied psychology, but I do find it interesting to understand how the human mind works. It's so complex. It's so complex that it feels so simple. When we try to be more observant, it's actually really tiring, in my opinion, to be observant. But once you get the hang of it, we learn so much more about ourselves than other people. I have um, a few friends who don't like being left on red. It sounds, to me, it sounds really silly because uh, I don't think it's a big deal to be left on red. But a few friends of mine, they, they don't really enjoy being left on red. And I've heard them complain about it. And in several situations where they left me on red, they get like really, really like upset. They're like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. I was really busy. And like, I think most of us, um, like speaking in my perspective, I think it's not a big deal. So I'm just like, it's not a big deal. It doesn't really matter. But then for them, it becomes a big deal. Like, oh no, I did this. This is like my pet peeve. This is something I find annoying and I did this to you and they apologize. So that's one way to know what people, you know, find annoying or something that people don't like either you know about it because people someone else has done it to them or it's just a pet peeve that they've told you about 
or they apologize when they do it to you like i have another friend who doesn't doesn't really like like to be kept waiting you know like hates suspense literally hates suspense and hates mystery novels because they don't like to be kept waiting and ha- they hate cliffhangers and a lot of the stories short story short stories that i write a lot of them have cliffhangers so that i realized that my friend didn't really like mystery novels and didn't really like to be left waiting and there was this one time for lunch um i don't i don't remember i think this was a couple of years ago but one time for lunch um i waited for her because she had a meet, uh, she had a little meeting and then she uh, i mean that's kind of like a decent thing to do i wasn't that hungry anyways and i just wanted to wait for her cuz we usually have lunch together and she felt so bad that i waited for her i'm like oh no i kept you i kept you waiting i should have sent someone i should have like sent a message letting you know that it will take a while so the thing is for me i have a list of things that i find annoying and waiting for someone i don't find it annoying being left on it i don't find it annoying but i think like through observation skills whether they tell you or they, whether they don't tell you like this is my pet peeve this is something i find annoying if you like observe things that people uh you know really really feel bad for like if they do a certain action and they feel really really bad about it there's a possibility that they might feel hurt if someone did the same thing to them even if it sounds really really silly like for me being left on red it's pretty silly i don't really care about it that much but it can affect someone else so i feel like observation skills kind of played an important role in understanding my friends and eventually understanding myself but this is just one example or one or two examples so trying to observe what people dislike about themselves like actions that they may have performed that they aren't proud of could kind of give us an example of things that would really really hurt them if someone did it to them so yeah i mean use it wisely don't don't try and hurt people and yeah this was just an appreciation episode for faking accents and kind of observing people about their pet peeves and yeah we'll see you in the next episode i hope you enjoyed this thank you bye bye